Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back, ladies, to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm your host, Molly Trotter Gomez. I am so excited for our guest today. I've been following her on Instagram for quite some time, and it's just so beautiful. You know, when you meet somebody, or at least online, and they just have that authenticity that just like oozes out, you can just feel like, I totally could go out to lunch with that person, be friends with that person. Like there's just something so real, like we need more people like that. And that's exactly what I'm gathering. And even from just chatting before we went live here on the show with Annika, I am just so excited for her to be here. So Annika, welcome to the show. We're super excited to have you. Oh, thanks. I'm so excited to be here. And honestly, from the few minutes that we've chatted together, I feel the same way about you. So I'm really grateful to be here and I'm excited about the conversations we're going to have today. Awesome. Well, then that just means it's going to be a good show back and forth. So you definitely want to grab pen paper because I was telling Annika before we get started, I'm like, oh my gosh, the way you are with your words. Like, I'm like, that's a quote, that's a quote, that's a postable, which you could probably find on her Instagram through her brand. But hey, you know what? God's just anointed her, no pun intended, because that's her business. I'll let her explain that um, with just so many gifts. So before we dive into all the goods, Annika, I would love for you to take the next couple minutes and just share a little bit of your history, who you are, where you're from, and, and then we'll flow from there. Yeah, perfect. Um, so yeah, I am from LA, pretty much born and raised. And um, my faith journey started, I was raised in the church, half in, half out. And my parents are divorced. And so my mom raised me half in the church and my dad is not a believer. So it was a very interesting dynamic growing up. And I think that's really uh, affected the way that I, I view the world, uh, but also affected my relationship with God and how I'm very um, authentic in my approach of how I'm like, I want to understand God for who he is. And I have those dual perspectives. So um, kind of the way that I fell into anointed, um, and I, I truly mean fell into it because I never had the intention of starting my own business. Um, but essentially kind of what happened is I would go through these seasons in life where I would experience pain or loss or heartbreak or uh, frustration and confusion. And I would always turn to God and it would be these, these seasons where I just dug deeper in my faith and in my relationship with God. And actually what came out of that was, was products or um, even before they were products, they were just things for me to express creatively the pain or the lesson that I had learned that God had showed me. And so um, from there, it actually just evolved into what it is now. Um, it's a anointed LA is a social media account, but it's also a business. So we have our own website, we sell our own products. Um, but truly, everything that we do is just rooted in the authenticity of experiencing God and not being afraid of the mess of our humanity and embracing and blending all of that together um, to provide encouragement in the Christian community. Mm, that's so good. And we were talking about this earlier and I, I'm so excited to dive in on this because I don't know if we've ever done this on the show, but messy Christianity, mm. we're talking about how so many people want to be like, this is good, or you got to get over it. Or you have these sets of Christians. It's like, here are the sets of problems you can have, but if you have these, then like, yeah, though, no, you're not really welcome here. Right. And 
who are we to say, right? Like, who are we to say Jesus did not die on the cross for us to pick and choose. Like he will go after the one and leave the 99 until that one is found. Mm-hmm. But the messy part is the journey that everybody relates to, not the perfectionist. It's the messy part. So I'd love for you to dive in on that because you just have so much richness to give people. And I feel like the women that are listening to this right now are really going to get a breakthrough on this. So listen closely, because this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'll, I'll start in vulnerability, because I think that that's how these conversations uh, begin and how um, you know that I'm not just saying nice, fancy words, but that I can relate to you. So if you're listening to this and you feel like you're just in a season of mess, of pain, of confusion, um, I see you and I'm right there with you. Uh, I've been in so many different seasons of ups and downs and valleys, and we we literally read about that in the Bible. And God says that even there, he is with us. And I think that um, in those moments, um, it can be really easy to not have grace on yourself. But if we are truly ambassadors of Jesus's forgiveness, when we ask for forgiveness, we have to remember that he gives it to us. And it's as far as from the East as from the West. We also have to receive it ourselves. You know, we, we preach so much about forgiveness and you're forgiven, but how often do we actually give that to ourselves? And so I just want to encourage you that if you are a Christian and you have full faith in Christ, but you feel messy, you feel broken, that that's okay. And that Jesus wants to meet you there. And he wants you to experience true healing through his perfect love. Mm, that's so, uh, that's so good. And I just had something like really random pop in my mind. I'm just going to go with it. So not that we all want to put the age out there, but you're in your, you know, young twenties, you're 24 mm-hmm. Yeah. with somebody in your, so that's considered what Gen Z. I think I'm right on the cusp or right something. On the cusp. Yeah. Well, I know me being, I'm on like the older cusp of the millennials and then Gen Z. There's so many people that just think, you know, new age, we're woke, we're against the grain. You know, we don't believe in, I can see, yeah, rolling your eyes. Me too. I'm just like, no, that is not all of us. How is that for somebody in your, at your age to take that stand? Because you have such a maturity in your faith, in your voice. We can hear, I can feel it through the screen. Like, how is that for you? Because there are so many people that are lost and turning to everything but Jesus. Right. Well, I think that um, first and foremost, in everything that I do, I lead with compassion. And I and I understand and I see how somebody could get there and would want to go there because they're looking for answers. They're looking something for something tangible to fill that void, to fill that pain, to have understanding, to find truth. And I think that um, in those moments, you have to truly dig deeper in scripture and find the truth of it all. Like, for example, I mean, this is getting, this is getting really deep, but we might as well go there. Why? Why not? It, this is the point of this. That's right. Um, but like a, a really difficult topic in our society now and for people who are young is sex before marriage. And God is very clear about that. That's like a non-negotiable. Like, obviously, if you've participated in that, you are redeemed. If you forget, if you confess and you repent, you're redeemed. It's okay. Um, but walking in purity is a huge thing. And a lot of people are like, well, does it really matter? Is it really important? Um, but you can do your own research now. We're at a, a time in our life where you can actually do your research and talk and look into the reasons why it's actually better for you. It's more healthy for you to follow God's principles and God's plan and to wait for marriage because of the way that it affects your brain, the way that it bonds you to people. Like God is for you. And I think when you really um, get down to the fundamentals of the fact that God is for me and he wants what's best for me, even though it's difficult, it's actually the healthiest way that I can live my life. Then you can truly trust him, you know? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And right back to, you said, Hey, vulnerable moment. I'll throw one in there too. That. So my husband and I, when we decided, so basically I went on this dating journey and I, I dated around, I was like, you know, I thought I was in love and I thought I was in love. And I'll be honest, I did not wait till marriage. And the way that that impacted me and brought me down and just all the stuff it did to me mentally, physically, emotionally was really traumatizing. It wasn't until I said, okay, God, I am done. I am so over this. It was like a light switch turned off. Right. And then God said, okay, well now you're ready. So your husband's right behind you. And then I turn around and my husband's literally sitting there and we were friends at the time. And I was like, really? So we waited until marriage to, to have it. But when we started dating, um, I knew he was the one like pretty quickly. And so did he. So we were dating uh, engaged and married in 11 months. We are a pandemic marriage. We just got in there. So we're not waiting, got married on the beach. We're like, we're good. But I, I share that because my husband actually waited until he was married, which I think for a guy, I'm just like, wow, like that is crazy to me, but I was so intrigued and it brought me so far in. And so for the women listening, you might be like, but what if he doesn't, what if he doesn't, then he's not the one, if he doesn't want to wait, if he's not going to go there and just be in it with you to really get to know you. My husband and I learned so much about each other in the first like month or two, because we waited, because guess what? You take the sexual stuff off the table. You got a lot of time to talk. And that's I, know. Like, I wanted to share that because there's so many women that are just like, but, 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 cause I've done that before. Like I've had long-term boyfriends. We ended up sleeping together. And then I was like, you know what? I want to wait. And they guilted me so hard. And I was like, this is not how it's supposed to be. It eventually ended. Right. And I'm sure that broke God's heart every time. But I said, you know what, Lord, like I am done. I'm sorry. I repented. I knew I was forgiven. And then he gave me my best friend and we're happily married two years this year. So I just wanted to like, just prove and drive your point home. Cause there's so many women that are just, it's, it's, it's breaking, but you can be restored and God is right there with open arms. He's like, I am here. I'm here for you. So I just want to say thank you for opening up that channel because even though it's like, this is a Holy Spirit led episode, every single one is like, Lord, where do you want to go? Just go there. And so we went here. Here we are. Oh, here we are. Thank you for going there because that's so powerful for so many. Yeah. Well, and I also think that like kind of rooted in everything that I feel like we really align in this, in this way is like, why not talk about the stuff that people actually need to hear that people actually are pain points. They like some women on like listening to this might be like, well, I feel so rejected because I don't want to have sex and I'm waiting for marriage. And I feel like no guy wants to respect that. And I just want to affirm you that the right guy will love you for your heart and will want to see your heart and will want to respect your boundaries, whether that's physical or emotional or mental, like, Mm -hmm. There are honorable men out there. And I know even if it doesn't feel like it sometimes, there really are. And we want to affirm you in that. And and I think that one thing that I always remind myself is that um, the relationship and covenant between a man and a woman in marriage is supposed to reflect Christ and the church. Mm. And so you want a man that's going to pursue your heart and it's going to respect and honor you and love you. And so I promise if you wait for it, it's going to be so worth it. Mm, that's beautiful. Well, I have to ask, are you dating anybody in a serious relationship married? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. And so like, honestly, yeah, this is, this is a difficult thing for me too. So if you, if you ladies out there are listening, you're like, oh yeah, but you guys, you're married and you're in a relationship, whatever. No, I'm not. And so I'm right there with you. It's so difficult. And it's, it's difficult to wait because it would be so easy just to do it. But no, we're not about the short-term game. We're about the long-term, right? Mm. The long-term plan, because that's, um, that's how we live our lives. And we have honor as, as we're the Proverbs 31 women, we have to honor and respect ourselves because if we don't, then nobody else will, right? And we're the daughters of the King. And I'm not saying that just to put the bandaid on it. No, 
truly, we have to walk in that identity as mm. king. Well, all I can say is that you truly are becoming and are, I mean, like, I'm sure God has all the things that he wants to, you know, do through you, but what you're doing and the stance that you're taking, even sharing this is going to set so many people free. I know when I've shared certain stories like this, I've set people twice my age free. They're like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Thanks for sharing that. I'm like, whoa, like, okay. But guess what? Like God knows exactly who needs to hear it at the right time. But I just want to commend you because what you're doing, falling in love with yourself, falling so much deeper in love with the Lord and really yearning after his heart, you're going to attract such an amazing man. That's going to be such a great compliment to you. And you guys are just going to be such a great kingdom couple together. So I'm excited to stay up to date on that journey because you're doing the hard thing rather than going from relationship to relationship, doing all the things you're like, you know what? I really want to save myself and work on me because rather than just, you know, energy leak after energy leak and emptying the tank. But so many people don't want to take the time to find out who they really are or what, you know, who God really is. Cause maybe they're scared and they don't have the best relationship or, you know, image of God, but what you're standing for and how you are showing up here, how you show up on your account, how you get to serve people through your words, um, is just so, I just feel so much authenticity from you. Um, and that's where I'd love to go to next. But before I do, is there anything else you want to kind of say on this topic before we put a period at the end of the sentence? Well, I was actually, it's kind of a segue into kind of how I've dealt with pain in, in kind of relationships in that regard is how anointed became anointed. Mm. Um, and so like you're talking about these energy leaks is that um, it's very easy as women, we want to, to feel loved, you know, we want to be pursued by a man. Um, and I would, I would struggle with that in different seasons of my life of like, oh, well, I'm not feeling pursued and, or I would like somebody and they wouldn't like me back. And I would have so much pain and this feeling of rejection. And I had to bring that to the Lord. And that's actually how some of the products started for anointed, like um, the prayer book, for example, was the first thing that ever started. And um, it was so that I could take the perspective off of myself because I would always be praying for myself or I would um, pray for somebody and then I would get distracted and I would forget to follow up on something or I would um, not be very intentional about um, diligently praying for people. And so it, it was a way for me to take my mindset off of just myself and realize, Annika, your life is not only for you, it's for everybody around you. And so that was a physical representation of what I learned and what God was speaking to my heart was to now look at other people and how you can serve other people in this time. If you're waiting, whether that be on a relationship um, for God to enact his plan in a certain career move, or to feel like if you're trying to figure out where to go locationally, geographically, anything like that, like in the time of waiting, how can you serve people around you? And so that's kind of like, there's other products and stuff like that. But I just wanted to say on that topic is if you're feeling like you have this energy, if you want to give and you want to love, to love somebody, how can you give that out to other people rather than feeling that it can only be used in a relationship sense? Mm, that's so good. I love that. And it 100% can because it wants to get out somewhere, but let's make that fruitful. Let's, let's build up those kingdom credits. Let's serve and not expect anything back. You know, there's, if more people focused on that, it would just be such a different place here. So I love that you shared that because that is going to be breakthrough for, for somebody that's going to be, oh, wow, that stung a little bit. I need to like take a self audit. And those are good, you know, because we're not here to convict you. That's the Holy Spirit being like, hey, she's speaking truth here. And that's directed at you. So I love that you shared that. You know, I want to talk about, you've been talking about, you know, channeling the pain and it like channeling your pain. It's kind of gone into products using your, your social media, using the products that you have, the merchandise that you have through anointed to really be able to get a message out there. 
in an authentic one. Like you said, not a band-aid, just kind of oh, temporary fix the problem, not sweep it under the rug, but truly being able to speak to people's, you know, like their hearts, their souls, their spirits and, and get them to like, okay, there's something different here. I would love for you to speak on that because that authenticity piece, we hear that word like tossed around all the time, but like, what does that truly mean to you? What does that word mean to you? And how has that come through? So through how you get to serve? Yeah. Um, I think uh, a key word that is at the foundation of authenticity is vulnerability. Um, and I think that when people say, oh, I'm being authentic, I'm being authentic, but they don't have the key aspect of vulnerability, it's a missed opportunity mm. because authenticity is birthed at a place of um, being raw. And that's scary. Like it's so vulnerable and you feel like, ooh, I don't like this. Because as women, a lot of the time we like to be in control. Yes. We like to look like we're perfect, that we have everything together, that, you know, we're fine. You know, we're juggling three things at once, but, you know, I'm not sweating. Um, and so I think that uh, a lot of the ways that I try to encapsulate authenticity is through my own vulnerability. So um, there's been a series that I collaborated on with another amazing woman, Virginia, just a little shout out for her. Um, we connected through um, Instagram, but we worked together on a mental health series because um, unfortunately in the church, there's a lot of conversations, uh, or I would say a lot of conversations get shut down around mental health. Mm. Like for example, if somebody comes to you and they say, um, I'm experiencing anxiety, or I feel like I'm a very anxious person. Some, some people in the church can say, well, that's because you don't have enough faith or it's because you're not praying enough or things like that. Um, when sometimes it can actually be, um, a medical thing that has to be looked at, or there's a deeper root of that anxiety that needs to be um, talked through, worked through, and have compassion on somebody so that they, they can actually be brought out of it. Um, I think a lot of people are scared to bring up the fact that maybe they have depression and they're, they're a believer because they're probably thinking, well, you know, I don't experience this joy of the Lord. And why is that? And I think that that's a really big pain point for people. So we talked about depression. We talked about suicide. Um, Virginia, who helped me with some of those posts, um, she actually had worked on a suicide hotline for years. Mm -hmm. And so how do we talk about suicide in the Christian community and not just make it a demonized subject of we can't talk about that? Um, because it, people are hurting. And people need people to go out and reach out and extend that authentic um, olive branch of love and compassion to people and say, I see you. I want to talk to you. Like, let's work through this together. Oh, that's so beautiful. That is, that's incredible because that really is the mental health space is what we're seeing outside of our four walls. Like there is such a crisis going on. And it's like, you know, first, you know, our, the battle starts by just dropping to our knees being like, Lord, what can I do? Well, right. what you can do is not, like you said, put the bandaid over it, but like, how do we get in there? How do we show up for people? It reminds me of a conversation I had recently with a friend where there's so many people that are like, how are you doing? But they only want the, oh, I'm fine. How are you? Like four words, right? Not the well, actually, let me share. Let me share what's going on. Let me share like how I'm feeling and, and providing that space for them to see, feel seen, heard, and appreciated and also empathizing with them. Right. I had a gentleman at church this past Sunday that, uh, you know, had a few interactions, this and that, and I was serving at our coffee bar. And then I could just tell that his eyes were a little bit glassy. And I was like, I was like, how are you really? And 
he was just like, well, really? And then he went in and his mom just died and he's dealing with his dad with dementia, like all this stuff. And this is a grown man. And he just like let the guard down and shared. But in order to have people feel comfortable to share, you have to set the tone in the space. Are you giving them that space and being like, look, I'm really here for you to hear and listen. Because most people don't even, they can barely do it for themselves, let alone doing it for other people. So I love that. And that's where mental health really comes into an issue because people are just like, okay, well, I just have to be perfect and I got to button this up. And then it's just a ticking time bomb and the enemy is just chipping away like just moment after moment. And some people just feel like they're drowning and that's where, you know, that suicide comes in. So I love that you address that because that can be a taboo topic, um, big time, you know, divorce in the church, mental health issues in the church, money in the church, you know, different sets of problems in the church. And it's like, no, we need to be here to actually speak life and be the church to people, not just us being these four walls. So I just want to commend you for that. Um, but that's beautiful. Anything else you'd love to say on that? Um, well, I want to commend you. I want to give you a quick shout out because you have uh, the emotional intelligence and awareness to see that in somebody. And sometimes as as Christians, sometimes we think of like, oh, go into the church and check your boxes and then walk out. I did my, I did my duty for the day. And that's, that's really not what it is. And that's why I think that a lot of Christians can get comfortable in routine and they, and they lose the meaning behind it. And I think that you stepping out uh, of the rhythm of church of the rhythm of ministry is ministry. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's the point of ministry that we so often miss. You know, it's not just I sang all the notes right in the worship service and I got my donut and my coffee and I said hi to one person and I checked in, like you said, hi, hi, oh, oh, sorry, gotta go. Like, like that's ministry is seeing the one is see like seeing people. And we so often forget that, you know? You literally just described me to a T of what I used to do at church. I'm like, oh, my tune was so off. Like I was, this sounded horrible with this song and this was bad. And I was just getting in my own way and comparing myself. And then I was like, I said hi to the one person. I got to go. I got things to do. I was like, wow, like that literally used to be me until I'm just like, what are we doing here? Really? Like you said, checking the box. And I'm like, that does absolutely nothing. And so when you really are Holy Spirit filled and you said, Holy Spirit, I want to boldly partner with you. I want to champion with you. I want you to work through me. What does that look like? You take over. First of all, it might sound easier than it actually is to fully right. surrender. <laughs> and when you, like you said, you get to go out there and be the church and be that reflection of Jesus. Because I like to say inside Girl Power Alliance, a lot of women inside of this community, they are like, okay, okay, how do I build my business? And everybody wants a strategy. How do I make money? But I'm like, hold on, back, 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 back it up. Who are you? Strategy is only going to magnify who you really are, but who are you? What's your relationship with God like? And I get people asking me all the time, Molly, like, what do you think? I'm like, what is God telling you? So like building that, like go back to him. Second of all, like, you're not going to get that answer probably as soon as you want. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. What are you going to do in that interim? And really just allowing the spirit to move through you because from personal experience, like you said, like I was singing off key. I got my donut. I said, hi, we're out. I can't move through that. Like you're so blocked off on so many levels. You can't even like hardly get in. And he's waiting patiently for you to be like, okay, I'm here. Mm-hmm. But when you have that free flowing of the spirit, God's going to do so much through that. And if all you're doing is focusing on what you don't have, or I got to go do this, or I got to do that. I, 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 there's mm-hmm. never going to be that true impact in that connection. And so in girl power Alliance, we're all about that marketplace ministry you know, whether that's just ministry in your home, you as a wife, or as a single lady, you as your job, or just how you show up to somebody on the street or through your business. 
and being that light, people are going to be like, there's something different about you when the Holy spirit moves through you. And they may not understand it at first, but it's going to like, something's going to settle. Like their intuition is going to go off. They may not get it, but the Holy spirit gets to go in there and move, but you have to create that space. So yeah, I don't, I don't even know why I really said that. I was just like, apparently this needs to be said. Like I said, we just let it, let it rip on here. And I think it goes back to, um, being different and, and standing out and, and, you know, we're not supposed to fit in and something you were talking about before is just kind of like, who are you? Like, Oh, how am I going to make a lot of money? How am I going to live financially free? Of course we want those things. But at the end of the day is like, um, that's not going to fulfill your soul because if you make a product, make a business to make a buck it's not going to be fulfilling at the end of the day because it's not Mm -hmm. a part of a purpose. It's not a part of a deeper passion. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of talked about this a little bit before uh, we recorded this, but it's like, how do we balance the duality of what makes us feel alive, but also what makes us kind of angry and upset and frustrated and, and blend those two together. Because I think that's where passion and purpose really is a, is a born because we can chase the things that make us alive. Like you said, it's all about me. I, 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 I want to just find the next dopamine hit of, I'm going to go do this thing and this thing and this thing, because it makes me feel good, but that's never sustainable. Like it's always, you're always chasing the next thing. It's you're always chasing the next dollar amount. You're always chasing the next achievement. You're always chasing the next. But when you have that blend of this makes me feel alive and this is what makes me angry because there's there's a justice and a love that meets together in the middle and allows you to have that full sustaining purpose throughout your entire life because that's never going to end when you're not only serving other people but then you you receive joy back because that's what you're built to do is to love other people and to create community and and that's what becomes fulfilling in life and i think so many people miss that trying to just um achieve the thing that they think will satisfy their soul isn't she so beautiful with words i'm sitting here just like oh my gosh like that was so like, I feel like I could just close my eyes and just like, they put a little tune behind it. Like, it's oh just <laughs> beautiful. I'm like, first of all, if you've never written a book, you need to write a book like that. I don't know. I just feel like you're so eloquent with words and it's so beautiful and it just comes effortlessly for you. You're not trying to show off. You're not trying to be something you're not. Again, you really embody the word authenticity. And I love that because that's what people seek. That's what people seek, you know, especially on social media, right? We're all trying to basically be a, not all of us, but a lot of us, a carbon copy of somebody else. Well, does that work for you? No, because then you don't feel fulfilled. You know, you're not being your true authentic self. People feel, oh, something's off. I'm out of here. But when you truly are like, okay, God, who am I? First of all, I know that I have my authority in you. I know who I am and whose I am. That Mm -hmm. is just, people just say it because it's a catchy thing. But when you really like write that down and meditate on that, pray on that, sit in the word and be like, okay, Holy Spirit, highlight this to me. Like, what do you want me to get in this? Like really study, dig deep. But we're so quick to, I got to go watch my show on Netflix. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. And we don't leave space to really allow him to work through you. Because if you're not taking time with him, if you're not diving into the word, the Holy Spirit can reveal things to you that you haven't seen. You haven't taken the time to dive into yet. So I can just tell there's so much intentionality in every area of your life. Mm-hmm. And I love it so much. And I feel like this podcast could go on forever because I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so good back and forth. But as we're wrapping this up and you're definitely gonna have to come back for another one. So, like, so good. We're just going to like lay out some topics, but- you have such, and again, your the name of your business is perfect. You have such an anointing on your life of how you get to impact people, regardless of some people are like, oh, you know, I'm too old, I'm too young, or this and that. You are just being you and 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 being in the place of okay, God, this is where you have me. How can I serve? 
hands open, what can I do? So as we wrap this up, first of all, I just want to say thank you. This has been incredible, such a joy. Um, and then anything else you'd love to leave the audience with? Um, sure. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked about making space. That was the last thing that we kind of left on. And something that's been key, fundamental core in my faith journey has been what I call mountain time. And it's, you know, uh, when we read in the Bible, when Jesus retreated to the mountain to be alone and to pray, and that was always before the pivotal time in his life. Um, I was inspired by that passage years ago. And I realized I needed my own mountain. So my mountain is a literal mountain where I will go and I will retreat and I will bring my Bible. I'll bring my journal. I'll bring my goals book. I'll bring all my dreams and visions before the Lord. And I'll say, Lord, how do you want me to, to go about this? Or I'll read my Bible and say, Lord, please like highlight things in scripture. Um, but it's really a way to get away from the mess, get away from the temptation of Netflix, get away from um, anything, you know, any like not feel like you have responsibility, but to be with the Lord in that moment. And mm -hmm. so that's my encouragement because I had to go back to my mountain time. Even a few days ago, I was like, I haven't done this in a while. I need this. Um, and so I encourage you to find your own mountain time, whatever that be, whether that's on a literal mountain or if that's in a field or if that's in a coffee shop, but just go away, go out, out of your, your normal um, cadence of life and allow God to speak to you there. Mm, yeah. That's so good. And yeah, your mountain time literally could be anywhere. And I, I think our listeners know this. My mountain time is like 3.30 in the morning in my car in the gym parking lot before it opens. And it's like, nobody's bothering me. Maybe a few homeless people and I'll be like, hey, I got, you know, let me, let me help you out a little bit. <laughs> But it's just so like, I'm in my car. I can't get tired. Like my head's on a swivel because you never know what's going to happen. But God has just met me there for, gosh, I've been doing that for, I think over a year now. And I'm like, it, there's nothing like it because you have to get away from mm -hmm. the distractions. And I love that you said that because so often they're like, oh, I don't make time. 3 a.m. did not come natural for me. Mountain time's not going to come natural for you. Whatever that looks like, you have to be intentional with it. Mm -hmm. But think of all the things you make a priority. Where's God on that list? Yeah. And for me, it's the morning. It's first thing, because I used to put honestly my fitness before God, I'd wake up, go to the gym. Oh, I'm too busy. Sorry, God, I'll catch you later. Never caught him later ever. So yeah. you have to be able to be intentional. I love that you said that because again, what you're embodying and what you're saying is it's always drawing back to him. Cause it's like, we can say all the things and maybe you're on this listening and you're like, gosh, I've gotten so many great revelations. This is just showing you what God's doing through us. Imagine what he can do through you when you take that time and you, and you go through those refining stages. And so I'm just so grateful that you had um, the time and we had the opportunity to have you on the show because there's so much that God's already done through and that he will do through you. Um, and I'm just excited to just cheer you on, be a part of that journey, whatever it is that God has in store, because us as women need to stick together. There's yeah. so much, the enemy's done such a thing. That's all I'm going to call it a thing of trying to pull us apart and just be in competition with each other when really it's like, wow, that's beautiful. Like, you got to go here. I'm going to share this there. I'm going to buy some products here. I'm going to collaborate there. Like that becomes such a beautiful kingdom ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And I'm just glad, I'm just glad that you're in ours and being able to connect and just share you with our audience is amazing. So Annika, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. And it's honestly such an honor to meet you. Like, uh, I feel like it's already like a soul sister kind of thing going on and I'm, I'm grateful to meet you. So yeah. Thank you for what you're doing. 
Oh, thank you. Well, you live in LA and I live in Orange County. So for all y'all that's in California, it's not that far, but traffic could be brutal, but you're not that far. So <laughs> I'm excited and hopefully we'll be able to meet in person, but thank you so much for coming on. And for everyone that's listening or watching on YouTube, Sammy, thank you so much for watching. If you love this episode, definitely share it. People need to hear this message. There are so many real nuggets in it and we just can't wait to hear from you. So you can tag myself, tag GPA, tag Annika, Anointed LA. Um, we'd love to hear from you, but to everybody listening, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Woo, that was a power-packed podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you so much to Annika and Molly for just throwing it down. Here at Girl Power Alliance, we are constantly awed by the caliber of women who are coming to the table, by the doors that God is opening, and by the connections that he is making. If you're not already a part of Girl Power Alliance, I know you want to be. <laughs> Head over to girlpoweralliance.com. Check us out. I'm telling you, we have a lot of things, but we are missing something. It's you. We're missing you. You are desperately needed in our community. Your voice, your skills, your talents, your calling. The world is waiting for you. And we are here inside of our community to help you develop all the skills, give you the encouragement and equip you to go out and conquer the world in exactly the manner that God created you to do that in. So join us, join us in our mission. We are just on fire for what God is doing in the world right now. It's an Esther season. Don't you feel it? For such a time as this for you, wherever you are planted, it is time for you to step out in boldness and fulfill your calling on the earth. Girl Power Alliance is an amazing community of women who will help you do just that. Join us. It's where women grow.